Yes, you certainly are on the right track in receiving Radio for Life here at your listener-supported station, Launceston's YFM. And uh, it's time now to bring Dr Andrew Corbett in for another Wednesday morning discussion. Indeed. Good morning, Karen. And here we are, close to Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you and to our listeners. We've had a wonderful year as a, as a station and a city, I think. I think there's been lots of positive things happening here. And, it's. It, I mean, it is just such a delight. Look at this today, Cameron. We're looking out. The window here at the weather over Launceston, Northern Tasmania, it is a picture. It is just beautiful. Why would you want to be anywhere else, Cameron? Um, Someone said to me, you're going away on holiday. I said, I live in a holiday. This is... (laughs) This is just such a wonderful place. Uh, we are just, we are blessed. We are really blessed. A couple of things before we get into the five golden rules for organising. The the first thing is we are approaching Christmas. Christmas is a, a wonderful time of year. I love Christmas. I, I think it's just great. But I know that's not a story for everybody. And I'm aware that for some people it brings back memories that, ordinarily would be fond but perhaps they've lost a loved one or perhaps there's some tragedy associated with this time and so we're mindful of people like that and also this can be a stressful time for people financially Uh, we we thank god for people like the salvos like our mission partners city mission who are able to help people at times like this it's also a, a time when people are catching up with family and sometimes Cameron family can be stressful for many people so we're mindful of that so so in the midst of the joy we we also appreciate that this can be a difficult time for many so uh, so anyway so that's Christmas the, the other thing is the it, it would just be remiss of us not to pass on our condolences and sympathies for what happened this past week in sydney and it's in in one sense the way the police responded says something about australia and uh someone mentioned why didn't they just go in there all guns blazing well the simple answer is that's not what we do in australia and we are not a we are not generally a gun culture unlike some other parts of the world where we we take human life extremely seriously australia founded on a judeo-christian heritage where that one of the foundations of that heritage is that every person matters no matter what your skin color no matter what your gender no matter what your political preference no matter what your religious background you matter and so even to see afterwards that campaign that started on twitter called uh, hashtag i'll ride with you where where australians showed solidarity to people from overseas and perhaps from a different religious perspective says a lot about australia that we value people no matter what no matter what their age size condition of health ability or inability or disability no matter what their their ethnic background or their religious background, people matter. And I think that's why the police, as tragic as the loss of those three lives and the eight or so injured people was in this event, they are to be utterly commended. Also, I'm, you know, I think these times do you, you feel proud of your nation when you see your political leaders standing side by side, might I say, 
for a change rather than some of the petty stuff that goes on in, in politics. I, I was very proud of both our Prime Minister and the Opposition Leader, Bill Shorten. I thought their comments were dignified and appropriate, and um, it just shows you, I think, that the, the fabric and makeup of Australia. So we we are mindful of it, just hearing the, the news then about... Uh, our own Premier, Premier Will Hodgman, saying, calling for tolerance, which is really almost like calling for us to breathe because Tasmanians are tolerant. Oftentimes the people that accuse us or accuse some sections of the Tasmanian uh, population of being intolerant really, uh, I, I dare I say it, perhaps exercising intolerance when they do that. I think generally... Tasmanians are tolerant. We're we're a tolerant, fair-minded people, and and I'm proud to be Tasmanian. Proud to live here, and um, uh, we we do as as a people send our condolences and our sympathies to those people affected by this utter tragedy that took place in Sydney. Cameron, th- this we are approaching Christmas. Here we are, a week <coughs> a week or so out from Christmas. Um, there's a lot of things. To be organised this Friday night at our church at Lagana, we've got a major carols event where we'll have hundreds of people come from around the community. It won't be the 14,000 or so that came to City Park, but it will be... Oh, don't. don't you never know. You <laughs> oh, never you never know. know. That's true. You never know. And, um, you know, as, as things get underway this Friday night for us at Lagana, people are going to see a, a, a great night of carols, but what they're probably going to not necessarily appreciate is the the months and months and months of planning and preparation and it got me thinking as well because people are going to be having not necessarily putting on carols events but people are going to be putting on barbecues and christmas day lunches and boxing day things as well and this is a time when when many people find that they have to organize something and the skills involved in organising, and, and perhaps you might think, oh, well, you know, it's no big deal, I'm just organising a family barbecue. But the principles for organising anything are the same. In fact, there are some golden rules for organising, and I think there's five top golden rules, which I want to talk about now, because whether you've got to organise a Christmas lunch, whether you've got to organise a, a holiday, many people go on a holiday at this time of year as well, whether, whether you're organising you, a, a wedding coming up, hey, I'm, I pastor a church and I've got, straight after Christmas, I've got two weddings. So that many people decide that this is a great time to to get married. And they, they, they are busy organising those sorts of things as well. So getting organised is... is really something that just about everybody will have to do. So I'm, I'm mindful of the fact that there are people whose employment is perhaps coming to an end for them. Perhaps it's a season where it's whether by choice or, or involuntarily their employment's coming to an end. And they may be contemplating starting a business or a business venture or something like that. Whether it's a business venture, whether it's a Christmas lunch, whether it's a major community event, whether it's an overseas holiday or a holiday anywhere, you have to organise. Things have to be organised. One of the things that people who get to know me will discover very quickly is I don't 
take the attitude that she'll be right. I definitely don't take the attitude, well, it'll be right on the night, or I reckon it'll just come together. It'll work out. I don't take that attitude. Uh, we want things planned. We want things in place and so on. So here's the five golden rules for organizing. And again, these principles apply right across the board, whether it's an event, a project, a business startup, or a family get-together. Here's number five. We'll count down. Number five, plan. Plan. Now, your plan has to include answering the following questions, the W questions. Uh, when, where, who, what, and how. Not that how starts with W, but we'll, we'll throw it in the list. What happens when? So, you, so your, plan is, your plan could be, well, we're going to have a family barbecue. Okay, when are you going to have it? We're going to have it after Christmas. You've you got to help me out here. Exactly when after Christmas? Is it going to be Boxing Day or is it going to be New Year's Eve or is it going to be New Year's Day? When is it? So this is a part of developing a plan. If you're, if you're going into business, many, many, if not most businesses fail through inadequate planning. And if you're going to organize a project, maybe you, you want to write a book, maybe you know, you're approaching 2015, you're about to develop a news resolution, and your news resolution might be, I want to write a book, or I want to build a website, or I want to, whatever it is. Well, the first question is when. When are you going to get it done? What and what needs to happen in order? So for, for some things to happen, they have to happen sequentially. Sequentially, there's a big word, Cameron. Mm, it is. And would you like to explain to our listeners what sequentially means? No. Okay. <laughs> so you do that, Mike. <laughs> it means there's a sequence. In other words, it, it's kind of like knocking over the fiftieth domino in that great big playground of dominoes. You can't. It, it's designed to be knocked over after the first forty-nine fall on it. So, in other words, you've got to make sure that that you've got this in place so that you can do this and having done that it means you can now do this the next thing so this is all part of planning and planning involves writing things down um i'm coming to the end of uh, a, a major project doing uh the borum fw borum documentary we're going to be screening for those who'd like to see uh, a preview copy of the uh, F.W. Borum story, again, that'll be at Lagana uh, Sunday night, the 28th. So after Christmas, Sunday night, come on down. It'll be a free preview screening of the F.W. Borum story. The highest selling Australian author uh, sold in the vicinity of 20 million books from 1911 to 1959 and is regarded by Banner of Truth Trust as one of the top five greatest preachers of all time so th this is someone warren wearsby lists among the 50 greatest christians who've ever lived and he he was in tasmania and he went to melbourne and and so this is somebody that every tasmanian should really should be aware of and uh, his tasmanian connections can continued throughout his life and and anyway so th the the first thing i did was was plan that out literally pen on paper and and my pen on paper became five major fools cap 
exercise books where I wrote out details and then I'd come back to it and put extra notes in and then that got typed up as a manuscript and then that's been outworked into this is now the uh, part four of the documentary series so it's been a major project so this these principles apply whether again it's a barbecue a business startup a project or an event you have to be able to plan things out and put them in order now when when you're doing that you also need to answer some of those other questions where is this going to be what are the where questions for me the where questions with the boring project for example meant i had to travel interstate i've done several interstate trips i've also traveled to new zealand uh, to do some filming and interviewing over there and tracking down people who still remember him just a few weeks ago i was in melbourne because we discovered uh, two 92 year old gentlemen cameron <laughs> in a nursing home who remember wow. hearing fw boreham both at uh, scott's church in melbourne and at q baptist and they can remember nearly every sermon he preached 70 years after the event now i'm pretty wrapped if someone remembers what i preached 70 minutes after i preached it let alone 70 years now the fact that these two gentlemen who was almost like what going to the the balcony of the muppets you know the two old guys up in the balcony cameron they're kind of ribbing each other that's what these guys <laughs> were like it was so it was so much fun uh. and uh to to be able to incorporate them so put that into the project so these are the awesome. questions you you've got to answer cameron let's come back after this music break and we're going to continue to count down to number one the five golden rules for organizing all righty, sounds good. We'll be back with Dr. Andrew Corbett here on Launceston's YFM. Sarah Groves uh, there uh, getting her life in perspective, asking the question, how is it between us? And I guess that's one way of getting organised, Andrew, is to work out where you are with God. Cameron, don't steal my thunder. <laughs> Sheesh, man. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Yeah, because that is actually a... That, that you, you're absolutely right. That, that's kind of where I want to land eventually with this because here we are talking about getting you know relatively trivial things organized like a wedding like a birthday like a holiday like building a home like starting a business in the scheme of things compared to your life which we'll talk about in a moment they're all rather trivial cameron but we've we're jumping ahead of okay. here. <laughs> I apologise. I should have put that song in. Yeah, well, I'm next just going to take right? note for the AGM. We'll just bring that up. The AGM. <laughs> All right. here, so so the, first, the first thing, counting down, is, is plan. And then the next thing is prepare. Preparation is absolutely key. To prepare well in, involves the following elements. Giving yourself realistic time to do the event. There's a thing. There's a thing that we might call... The red line principle. The red line principle, and I'm not talking in terms of a, a tachometer in a car. You know, you go as fast as you can until you red line it. No, I'm actually going the other way. What I'm talking about is accounting principle. Not that accountancy is done in, in... Back when it used to be done in actual physical ledgers, now it's all done on a computer screen, the accountant would draw an official red line across the bottom of the page, and that would say, look, that's all we can do for now. That, that's it. That's the end of the financial year, or it's the end of the day, or it's the whatever, the red line principle. And, and engineers, I understand, have a, a similar concept. In other words, here's the resources we've got, the time we've got to do it, 
the the we we pull those things together and this is as good as we can get in other words that's where the red line is so when you prepare you may say look i would really really like to do this and you, you know the bar could be way up high but then you realize the time and the resources you've got mean that the bar is somewhere way down here and you're going to have to go look that's as good as I can do. With the time I've got, the resources I've got to prepare, that's what's going to be. So I think one of the, one of the key things in preparing things is to give yourself realistic time and a realistic assessment of your resources. So I, I was meeting with someone recently and we were talking about, as I, I, I do talk about planning people's lives and things like that. And, one of the one of the key areas of anyone's life is their finances, and this person was saying, "Well, I, I hope to be out of this debt hole that I'm in by such and such a date." And knowing the details of income and, and the debt level and so on, I, I realised I don't think that's possible. I don't think you can do it by then. And so I just asked a couple of questions. I said, "Are you prepared to, you know, perhaps go without food, turn a light on?" Um, not use your phone, you know, not trying to be silly, but the point as they they then realised, oh, hang on, yeah, that is actually a bit unrealistic. And in fact, what they had done was they had confused monthly income and assumed it was weekly income. Wouldn't that be nice, Cameron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're able to correct that. And so... Uh, to, to give yourself realistic time to be able to prepare well, or being able to prepare means that you, if you need a venue, you, you've got the venue prepared, not last minute. I, I hate last minute stuff. <laughs> prepare in advance. Get it get it sorted. Um, what do you need for it? In other words, what are the requirements that you need? And and the big thing is people. Uh, people, there's, there's two aspects to people here. One Preparing well means that you're going to need help. And we'll talk about that in a moment. In fact, we're going to have a whole category there in a moment. But you've you've got to you've got to figure out in the the preparation side before you've even approached someone, who is it that's going to help me to pull this off? Um, and then the other side of people is okay. I'm I'm doing this project, event, um, business, whatever it is. I've I've it's got to connect with people. Who are the people I need? connect with who are my key people so we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail but this is all a part of preparation many businesses start up and i've noticed it just it just strikes me that there's no plan there's no marketing plan there's no advertising plan and they are two quite different things there's no imaging there, there's no there's no real thought to who they're trying to connect with how they're going to do it, and so when you're preparing, there's 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 those aspects. What about food? How, who's organising food? How's that? What, what sort of food do you need? Do you are there people that need special catering? You know, many people now are, are gluten intolerant. That kind of thing. What kind of entertainment are you going to have? Don't don't just turn up and go. Well, I thought you were going to bring the sound system. It's it's let's prepare. Let's get that sorted out. How are you going to have it laid out? I'll tell you someone who's done a lot of events. When I turn up at an event and I see food tables against a wall where people have to line up to get to it, I go, here is somebody's organized this and they have no idea how to organize traffic flow, 
how to organise people flow at an event. When I see tables away from the wall that are accessible from all four sides and there's, there's nothing encumbering them from getting to that table, I think, aha, there's somebody who's put this together who knows what they're doing. They understand traffic flow. What about a backup position? What about you've got an outdoor event and it rains? You've got a backup position, you've got a fallback position, that needs to be prepared. So Cameron, preparation is absolutely key. I suggest writing it down, getting it organised. I'm going to, We're going to come back after the news. We've got the next three. I've already given a clue that we're going to build on some of these as well. But let's, so we've got planning, preparation. We've got another three, the top five golden rules for organising. Okay, looks, uh, it all sounds pretty good to me. I'm listening attentively because I'm not, as I said before, as good as uh, organiser as Andrew, so I'm, I'm uh, listening out with uh, great anticipation. Back with more of that shortly here on YFM. Here are the news details. Yeah, well, the Philonceston today, as we've said before many times, where else would you want to be but Tasmania with the weather right now? Partly cloudy with winds west to northwesterly, 20 to 30 kilometres an hour, becoming light in the late evening, 21 the top. Uh, the very high chance of showers, though, developing by midday tomorrow, then clearing in the evening, 10 to 20 hour range tomorrow. Partly cloudy on Friday, 8 to 21, and partly cloudy 11 to 24 on Saturday, maybe the chance of a shower there. Currently in Launceston, 14 degrees. Uh, certainly uh, couldn't uh, better start for the day, Andrew. Look, it's absolutely gorgeous, Cameron. Just gorgeous. Just also, while I think of it, I, I do want to thank our listeners that, you know, this is uh, probably the last opportunity. I'll get this year to thank our listeners for their tremendous support. Those who didn't hear our recent end of November appeal, our growing family appeal that helps us to reach out to the families of uh, Northern Tasmania. We, we actually see that what we're doing is providing practical support and help and tips. I, look, I've learnt a lot listening to AFM just personally that helps me to be a better husband and a better father. And I know that many others have as well because they've told me. In fact, I was uh, with someone earlier this week who said, look, I don't normally listen to radio, but I just decided to have a listen to YFM. And he said, look, it was a, quite a few years ago that I was actually, you know, probably the last listening. He said, my goodness me, you guys sound good. I said, why, thank you. It's it, and I agree, Cameron. I'm sure you do too. And it was, it was it was just so nice to hear that comment. We had uh, a recent uh, email from someone, and they may be listening now. They've they've come back as uh, returning missionaries, and uh, when they left, they they listened uh, to AFM. They've come back, and they just mate, they just sent us a glowing email, just saying what a what a wonderful improvement the station is. We actually think AFM right now is one of the best kept secrets. In well, I was going to say Launceston, Cameron, but let's let's get real, shall we? YFM is one of the universe. best kept secrets in the universe, exactly. <laughs> so we we do want you to help us to just get the word out. Just 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 mention to your friends. Hey, listen, um, you can hear some of this same music. It's a little bit filtered because we we are trying to help families grow. So we we'll take up things that we see as uh, music that's not beneficial for families and we'll play the best of the top 40 and we'll play the best of the top 25 Christians which most people aren't even really aware of what's happening in the Christian music scene it is so good now it is just as good as the 
the the the uh, I suppose we might call it the just the top forty general hits as well, and and it just mixes in really really well. So as you're listening to AFM, encourage someone else to have a listen. The other thing you can do too, if you don't have a Wham bumper sticker, yes, give us a call six three three four zero one hundred. Ask for Aileen, and give her your details. We'll post one out to you. We we, we want we by you. Putting a WFM bumper sticker with our um, one of our princesses, you'll see one of our listening princesses on our bumper sticker, and and that that bumper sticker is a really bright, happy, cheery bumper sticker. And uh, by you putting that on, I've got. Oh my God, how many got in yours, Cameron? Well, actually, I've only got one, so oh, well, well, you're doing better than me. Yes, and, you do win. Uh, <laughs> by you putting a bumper sticker on your car, you're helping us to broadcast WFM. As well, so we would really, really appreciate that if you drop into Kurong and um, ask for Victor and just say, "Hey, Victor, I was listening to Andrew on the radio this morning. He said you've got WFM bumper stickers here. He'll pull out a brown paper bag under the counter and uh, give you a well, not quite. They're actually on the counter, camera, but I wanted to make it sound dramatic. Isn't he a legend, Victor? Victor, <laughs> Victor good morning, Victor. Yeah, good You're morning. a legend. And, but ask, ask Victor. Victor, uh, where are the WFM bumper stickers? And uh, he'll he'll make sure you get one. Uh, so you can either call us or drop in a Kurong and grab one from there. And it just helps us to broadcast this positive alternative where you're going to be bombarded with, uh, you know, 18 to 22 minutes or 21 minutes of uh, ads per hour. <laughs> and, you know, what, we take up that time and we play music and we give practical life coaching and family advice. So that's one of the reasons why this person who I met with earlier this week said, it sounds great. So thank you for people who give us that kind of feedback. We really do appreciate it. All right, five, the five golden rules for organizing, Cameron. So far we've seen the first thing you've got to do is plan. And the, one of the best ways to plan is just to ask those W questions. Who, what, where, what, who, what, when, where, and how. And, and answer those questions. I think Rud, Rudyard Kipling said that six best friends, those questions. All right. Uh, then prepare. Uh, think about, and this is the the preparation side is still just kind of mapping it out. You're just preparing. This is what I'm going to need. I'm going to need this, and then you act on that. And then the, the third thing, number three, is people get the help you need. Now notice my auto spell checker, which I love. The iPhone, I love the iPad. Man, there autocorrect drives me nuts at times. But it's put on my Twitter feed, um, peoples. So. Maybe that's just as well because, yeah, sometimes you do need people to help. You need people who've got expertise. When I do a church event, Cameron, which involves food, trust me, you do not want me cooking. I I am not the person to do the cooking. We we have people in our church, um, uh, Gina and others, who are just brilliant when it comes to... uh, cooking for vast numbers of people large numbers of people and some of our events are just you know hundreds of people so we i can can do things but i i need people to help in fact with our carols event this at 7 30 at lagana we've got people who've helped um organize for the ushers so we'll, you know as you drive into the car park we, we, our car park is going to be absolutely chock-a-block this friday night so we need people on the car park man the car park all that so there'll be a team of car park tents out there as you come in if you need we, we're going to kind of need to get you out of our foyer really quickly and get you into our main auditorium so there'll be door greeters that kind of 
you know, keep the traffic that you're just inside the auditorium who will point you to an usher and there'll be ushers who will show you to a seat and there'll be ushers who kind of help you get a, a, a uh, we'll have those flicker candles so uh, we'll have uh, the opportunity for you to, you know, feel like you're at the Sydney My Music Bowl basically, Cameron. <laughs> but <laughs> I all it should be better than the Devonport <laughs> My Music Bowl actually. <clears throat> All of that is made possible because we've had people help and it includes advertising. So we have Josh, you know, Josh, Josh will do the graphic art and and design the leaflet and get that out. And we had um, wonderful assistance from uh, Woolston Print. Thank you to the the guys down at Woolston who helped print up our uh, Christmas Carol flyers. And and then we have people who we, we had people out pounding the pavement yesterday, uh, leaflet dropping those gaps where we we use a, a leaflet delivery company to uh, put our flyers into people's letterboxes so they're aware of it. Well, there are some gaps, and we, we had people help do that. So, um, in, including people like Jeanette Boyle, who's just wonderful at getting some of these things happening. And then of course there's the music, the choir. The, the decor, we, we, we have someone who just does decor. They, just, they, they love it. It absolutely floats their boat. Um, it doesn't float mine, Cameron. It, it, you know, I just, man, just, it's just do it. If this is your thing, please do it. And I love the fact that they do it. So one of the golden rules for organizing is get the right people involved. You need, you need people who have clear roles they know what they're doing. They know what their role is. They're suitably qualified, able, and willing to do it. And if they have a go, and it's obvious that they're not, then you need to explain to them, "Hey, for your help, um, I'm. I think I might use you in a different way next time, um, and be polite about it. If you want to be blunt, you could say, "I don't think this is your thing," um, or if you want to be savvy about it you ask the question how do you think you went doing this which is probably the the wisest way to go about that all right so people get the help you need here's i'll introduce the second one and then we'll come back after the music break and we'll do the uh the the final one of the big five golden rules for organizing and you really need to do them in this order and number two is promote now appropriately promote if i was to stress that word appropriately there there are cameron there are people boats and in fact boat ownership in tasmania is higher per capita than just about anywhere else in Australia. And the, it's, okay. it's obvious why that is, uh, because we live on an island. Mm. We, have a ma- we have major rivers here as well. It's just ideal for boating. So you, you, I don't think of a street in Tasmania, I could be wrong, but I don't think there'd be a street in Tasmania that, that you won't find a boat. So boating's mm. pretty big. It's a big deal here. Fishing, boating really big deal yachting that kind of thing but you know Cameron there are boats and there are boats and the other week uh, it pulled into Melbourne there was something like a 60 million dollar pleasure craft that that kind of pulled into the to the the dock at um, Melbourne Cameron who the heck owns 60 million dollars worth of boat the answer is I don't know, and you don't know either. We don't mix in those circles. No. But who the who buys boats that are worth 
60 million dollars the answer is not many people no so imagine the 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 businessman who's built a 60 million dollar chances are he probably sold it before it was even made in other words it's been custom built for someone but imagine trying to sell a 60 million dollar what do you do you put an ad in the classified section of the examiner how does that work obviously not because that's not appropriate communication you would have some way to communicate with the people that are possibly in the market or could be in the market kind of yep. boat and and sometimes there are events and i see this all the time as pastor of a church we have people who want to you know want to have um, a section in our video news uh and they 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 want you know thirty seconds or a minute on our video news to advertise something that realistically affects five or six people in our church of you know, a couple of hundred people, um, and that's just not appropriate. If 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 it's five or six people you're talking about, the most appropriate way to promote your event or your thing with them is to go and talk to them. I know it's a, a shock. Go and talk to them. Oh, there's probably people scampering for the back of an envelope right now and a pen to write that down. I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but I want to make the point that uh, you, you have to be appropriate with your advertising, your promotion. Now, for businesses who want to reach, who have the potential to reach people who uh, could be their customers, things like general advertising, yeah, that's great. Uh, be effective with that. For example, I think, I actually think YFM is one of the best ways for you to market your business, to tell your story. And uh, uh, you can do that cost effectively. In fact, you do it for about a fifth of the cost of what it would cost you on a commercial radio station. That's excellent value. Excellent value. So if you're in business and you want to get your story out, especially leading up to Christmas, it's still not too late. Give us a call, 63340100. We'll send you out a media kit, and you can see what we're talking about. We we just did some ER, EMRS polling, and the numbers that have come back are extremely encouraging. The number of people listening, the type of people listening. The, YFM now represents you know, a pretty good deal for business businesses wanting to promote their goods and services. All right, so people... And promotion, promotion is has got to be appropriate. This is a vital step for organising. It also means that along the way, the people you've asked to be involved, you keep them in the loop. You keep them informed. Communication is a part of promotion. Cameron, okay, let's come back after this music break, and we're going to do the the final thing and the five golden rules for organising. And uh, I'll back up what uh, Andrew said about uh, not being into decor. The closest thing he has to decor on his desk at work is a uh, glass jar full of peppermint. So there you go. Here at Launceston's Wave him up shortly. We've uh, got a song from the 90s that uh, kind of reflects our discussion this morning. Here on Launceston's YFM, that is um, Lisa Fiorillo with uh, a song called uh, On The Way Up. And, uh, well, she's obviously very organised because she says she's on the way up. And, um, well, hopefully she doesn't come down again because uh, what goes up must come down, as they say. But, um, yeah, she's looking confident. Yeah, we're talking to uh, Dr Andrew Corbett today about the five uh, points of, of uh, being very organised people. And uh, I must admit, uh, it's uh, great to hear what he's talking about so far. So let's continue. Yeah, the five golden rules for organising. And and I think we live... 
think we live in a culture, Cameron, where we think we're connected. We think with our Twitter, Facebook, email, text messages that we're actually connected and my hunch is we're not as connected as we think we are. And that makes organizing things a little bit more difficult. It, it, you can leverage that. Uh, obviously, there are, there are um, internet sites now like GetUp and these kind of people who do leverage that, but they've tapped into something. And I think we mere mortals need to pick up on some of these things for even if it's just organizing a, a christmas lunch or uh, an end of year work dinner or whatever it is these are the five golden rules for organizing plan prepare people promote and after the event project um whatever it is wedding um book or whatever you've done there's got to be a time where you ponder Okay, what did I do well? What worked? What didn't work? Who performed? Who didn't perform? How did I go? I wanted to achieve this. Back in my planning procedure, there's the why question, one of the W questions. Why am I doing this? Did I achieve it? And that's all a part of pondering. So the the golden rules organizing will culminate in you going, Okay, I may have to do this again. If I'm going to do it again, what would I do differently? What worked that I should repeat? What didn't work that I should have the courage to go, you know what, that was a lot of effort for very little return. It's just not worth doing. Sometimes there's a lot of cost involved in doing something. You think the return's not as great, but you need to maybe talk with people and get their opinion and that's all a part of pondering it's all a part of the whole idea of looking back over it now someone said to me you know pondering though pondering those things you know the the who what when why pondering those things as you go is also a part of organizing well so that you're able to make those adjustments along the way so this is all a part of organizing now cameron we mentioned that Events such as weddings, Christmas, writing a book, producing a movie, compared to your life, these things are all trivial. They are all trivial. The most important thing you can do is to get your life organized, not just for this lifetime, but for the life to come. And when it comes to talking about a plan, there actually is a plan. You can you can get it. It's there. It's someone's done it. The, the Bible is the best plan you'll ever have. It's a plan that will help you to answer those questions. Why am I here? Where am I going? What should I be doing? How can I get there? Who can help me get there? All those Rudyard Kipling W questions are answered in the Bible. The ramifications of not getting your life organized. Are eternal. The Bible actually says to prepare to get yourself organized for the life to come, you need to find peace with God. The Bible's word is reconciled. You need to be reconciled to God. And it also shows not only the plan, but if we go through each of these five golden rules, prepare. It helps you to prepare for the life to come. One of my roles as a pastor, I tell my people quite often, is I want to help you die well. It's my goal as 
pastor, just like any shepherd, the role of a shepherd is to help his sheep die well. <laughs> and the best way for you to die well is to live well in the meantime. And that's that's a part of it. So that's only half the sentence. I'm not just here to help people die. I'm here to help people to die well. And to die well, you do that best by living well. That's a part of preparation. It also, when it comes to people, there is a person you need to know. And we think that is the reason for the season coming up. Christmas is about this person, Jesus Christ. He's the one who uniquely can help you. No one can do for you what Jesus Christ can do. You need to get to know him and trust him. The Bible also shows you how you can promote this, how you can share this with others, how you can help them as well. And finally, reflect. The Bible reflects the, the lives and the journeys and the stories of lots of people who have discovered the, 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 the supreme type of organizing, and that is for your soul to be prepared for the life to come. So Cameron, these principles of organizing, yeah, they apply to trivial things like weddings and books and movies and Christmas lunches and so on. But they more importantly apply to the most important things, and that is your life and preparing for the life to come. I want to thank our listeners again. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and do remember the reason for the season. And Cameron, same to you. Thank you for all you've done this year and have uh, have a nice little break over Christmas as well. Thanks, you, mate. Okay, Thanks, bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Dr. Andrew Corbin, and thank you for your efforts throughout the year as well with what you've done. And um, I know that this program particularly is... Uh, very much uh, sought after and we get a lot of uh, people downloading it from uh, the website you can do that uh, when we put this one and others up uh, later on today Um, just go to www.wayfm.org.au forward slash download and you'll uh, you'll be able to get a copy of today's message from Dr Andrew Corbett of course coming up tomorrow night uh, Dr Andrew is back with the Finding Truth Matters program